Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five the Podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts, Courtney, Mia, and Jay, dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. If they don't, feel free to yell at your speakers, or you could just tweet at them with your choices, like an adult. Now let's join the gang as they dive in. Fair warning, this podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but really, at this point, that's your fault. And now, on with the show. What's the qualifier for that? Because, like, for me, absolutely necessary is like, ooh, I'm a bit chilly. That's absolutely necessary is that yeah. turn on the heat and put on a Snuggie and watch a movie. Like, that's absolutely no. So what's absolutely necessary for your stingy room? So in the summer, it oh. reached, it was over 86. No! Inside the house. Whoa, inside no. the house. Even, no. that's even worse. If, no. it's not, if, it's, if, if it's 80 degrees oh. or higher inside your house, your house better be on fire. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. And, and health better be on the way. Yes. Uh, this year, I'm going to be buying myself a not a space heater, but a space cooler. I'm going to buy mm, one of those. Uh, yeah, those because are I cannot. I can't sleep if I'm too hot. I uh -huh. cannot clean. I can't. My brain won't do. The, I'm very unproductive when I'm too. Yeah. That's what you do. So. Buy one of those like little uh, like rotating head fans, and then put mm -hmm. it on top of a Roomba, and just have it roam around your room. That is nice. My room is too small for that. <laughs> No, that's why it would be perfect because the room would just like bounce across the walls. It would be like constant air conditioning on every right part of your, like, your room and your body. Like, <laughs> that's funny. It would be a Kumba. I think for that's me, Kumba. I'll hate to say it, but it's currently 60 degrees in my house and the heat runs sometimes because I have it set that way because I don't want to spend the money. I live alone. But the summertime, I cannot. I used to be able to handle the heat pretty well, and I live in the south, so you think I'd be able? I I prefer it to a degree over how cold it is right now, just as I have poor circulation. But I can't let it get any hotter than like seventy three degrees in my house, and before I start like getting really angry, <laughs> like physically angry. Oh, I I totally understand that. Yeah, I get so angry. I was like, no, no, it can't be. <laughs> Yeah, and people are like, you know, you just turn on the air conditioner. Like, I need to kick this armchair first. Yeah, let me Thank punch a hole. Uh, yeah, violence. Me, violence is so very let, necessary let right me, now. Let me pull a Kevin. See, Courtney, right there, circulation. You're providing yeah, new yeah. circulation for the house. It's very constructive what you're doing. Yeah. I think, honestly, <laughs> in, in the reality, what we all should be doing is we should pack up our stuff. We need to move down and buy a house together in Miami. Obviously. That would give us the the temperatures that we want. And quite frankly, you know, we're all just best friends. And who wouldn't want to live with their best friends? Hey, my you. mom lives there, too. So we'd get food all the yes. time. Thank well, you for and, being okay, a friend. And you know what? Thank you for being a friend. And we could live with your mom, and that would complete the picture. That would. You know yeah. what? I, I say we have to, we golden girls our way right into a high five. Thank you guys for yeah. being my friend. Let's high five. Right. High five. Should we high five? High five! 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 High
High five. High five. High five. High five, son. Woo. High five. Don't let me hang it. All right. Okay. okay. On mine? On mine? That was all at the same time. Nice. Really? It yeah, wasn't on mine, but it was close. It was like, bah, bah. Yeah, ours was it was close on mine. So I'm I'm willing so, to bet it was like the closest we've ever gotten. I'm proud was, of us. This is pretty great. I I love it. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of High Five Colon the Podcast. It is your place to love movies where we love movies and want to talk about movies and rank movies and their top fives movies. Movies? Yeah. Movies. Here, here with your best friends, Jay. Courtney. And Mia. <laughs> and man, this week we have we have an epic topic. And this is one that we added special to the calendar um, because of current events. And we teased it at the beginning with our Golden Girls jokes and, and our and our references there, but we are dedicating this entire episode to the queen herself, Mrs. Betty White. Woo! Yeah, girl. We miss so, you. Um... We um, yes, we obviously the reason we are dedicating this episode to her is because she recently passed right before her 100th birthday, which this episode will come out around her 100th birthday nice. in honor of her. Uh, that's why we put it on the calendar really quickly. But mm-hmm. it was just we don't want this episode to be too melancholy. We're going to talk about the things that we loved about Betty White because we think that's what, what she would want it. But my goodness, she was just too good to not yeah. talk about. Yeah. Uh, so we had to do it's this. It's a national and, and treasure. A, 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 an international treasure, if I could go out on that limb. Yeah, no, that's I, fair. That's fair. I just, and I couldn't think of two people who I would want to spend this time talking about. I mean, I dressed up for the occasion. I noticed. Your squad shirt. Squad shirt with so Miss, Mrs. Betty right there on Where the shirt. You? I um, love that. I remember you wore that when we had dinner, and uh, I need, I I need a link. I need a link to that shirt. Link <laughs> to buy I, um, it. You know what? This episode is now sponsored by Target. <laughs> hey guys, I bought this shirt at Target. Have you seen the deals and the t-shirts at Target? They really oh, need our. They really need our help. They do. They do. Um, Target, send me money. You know where I live. Yeah, um, so, but you know, all you right now. I think you know what it's time we we've just got to get into the chat room so we can talk about Miss Betty White Mia on the spot chat room theme song go chat room theme song chat room theme song chat room theme song chat 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 I love it that was amazing that was it honestly I I hope that somebody listening takes these and like puts music behind them and gives us these as uh, episode <laughs> segments because one totally we'd use them without yeah, we yes um and so let's dive in but first i do have to just add a caveat and i don't want to take away from the segment i don't want to take away from the episode but given also recent current events we're recording this the day after the news broke but we're talking uh, rest in peace and people that we miss. And Pop Saget just passed Pop away. Pop Saget, R.I.P. So, yeah. Whole, holy crap. But the first week of the year, we have Sidney Poitier, Betty White, mm-hmm. and Bob Saget. I know. That, that's a rough, that's a rough yeah. week. Yeah. And Bob and Betty, just specifically with comedy uh-huh. and good-hearted people. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I think it's like you lost, we lost America's grandma and America's dad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Oh, and then we lost the pioneer. Yeah, we lost the pioneer. The family's falling apart. We're Mm -hmm. all getting old, but that it's just both. And both of those deaths, not to make it super sad, both seem pretty much kind of out of left field, like at least on its face. They don't have all the uh, evidence for everything just yet for both of those, but like in particular, Betty and Bob. But it was just like, oh, they were just like living their lives and they were fine. And then all of a sudden, that's it. No drugs, no foul play from what they can see. Yes, from what they can see. I mean, obviously, Betty, you know, had lived a, a long, wonderful, full uh life and and the, every mm-hmm. single time celebrity news broke about uh, a death i was a little bit scared that it was her so mm-hmm. but the bob saget one really did catch me off guard and even more yeah. so because i i follow him on instagram yeah and he had posted that night like after the show in orlando like about how he just performed this great two-hour set, and it was so great to be back on the road, and he was looking forward yeah. to doing stand-up comedy and living this life for as long as he could. He it was just, oh, my goodness. Knew. You think he knew? He knew. He, I, and I don't, I don't want to make, like, I shouldn't just make announcements like that. But <laughs> with what you're saying, Jay, like, it just, there was... He, I don't know. It just feels yeah. like there's sometimes there's this intuition thing, even if you don't know that you feel this urge to do something more mm-hmm. right before if you have the energy just, or the time. The sudden mm-hmm. rush of like, I just love this life. And yes. I love every, it's like just that sudden burst of it right before, I guess, you're, yep. who knows, before the fates tug at those coils. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, because we had thrown this episode on the calendar and I was putting together my Betty White list and going through all of her different roles and the things that I loved about her and kind of making my little So many. So many things. I know. And then I pulled up my phone the other night and I saw the Saget News and I was like, well, I don't know if there's enough, like, I can't do two really sad episodes like that. But I couldn't let this episode go by without at least mentioning no, same. I mean, I grew up watching him, like between Full House and America's Funniest Home Videos. America's then... Funniest Home Videos, yeah. The original oh, YouTube, literally the original YouTube. <laughs> Truly. That is so, that is so true. Mm-hmm. It really is. <laughs> and he was the original guy, like adding sarcastic comments. Absolutely. He was the first uh, original, first commenter. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I bet if you go back through all the old uh, the old uh, America's Funniest Home Video segments, there's one where he just yells first for some he reason. Has to. He and has that's to. it. That's, he started it. I believe it that Saget he started. started the first. First. He did it. Ah, I love it. Oh. Okay. We've reminisced. Cool. We've we've reminisced. We've we've uh, swam in the melancholy seas for for long enough. Let's talk about the things that we loved about Betty White. And I want to open this question up because I yes. have a lot of mixed memories. She's just always been a presence around. What when you guys think of Betty White? What are the first memories that kind of come to mind? Like, where did you first encounter her? What do you first think of when you think about her? Like, what is it that I guess you were introduced to her through? I guess for me, I've never not known a world without her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She's just always been around. I don't, I can't say that I, there was any specific roles that she did per se that made me uh, aware of her presence, but just her, she was a household name. She was in a lot of things, you know, like even you didn't have to mention anything that she was in to be like, oh, Betty White. It's like, oh yeah. Like she's, yeah, she's of Hollywood, you know, like you Mm -hmm. don't. Yeah. 
Um, she just transcended all of that stuff, you know. So for me, there was no concrete thing. There were things that I watched when I was younger and things that I've watched when I, I got older. But like, as for my earliest memory was just Betty White. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just Betty White. Mine is the same, actually. Mine is really? the same. Like I know, I know where it started, but I'm not listing it because I'm not going right, to. Right, right. It's sure, on my sure, list. Sure, sure, but sure. um, just. She set a standard of uh-huh. how you want to exist in the world, let alone in your workspace. You never heard anything bad about her. You never heard, yeah. uh, in fact, the opposite. She was always striving for greatness, but without the need for recognition. She just was doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she lived that life of just walked her talk. She didn't need anybody to say, okay, do it. She didn't need anyone to give her validation or approval or anything like that. She just did it because she thought that was right or good or great. And yeah. like, she, she is, she's <laughs> like, I know, I know. Um, Oh God, what is his name? He was the sexiest man alive. Not too long ago. Paul Rudd. It- yes. Thank you. Paul Rudd. People say, nice. you know, I don't know why you- that was the first one I thought of, but he Cause is- he's the most recent yes. one. He's yes, that, but he, He's what people like the meme is Paul Rudd is what happens when you are unproblematic. Yeah. Right. You age. Yeah. Yeah. And the the same thing with like Steve Carell, even though Mm -hmm. I guess he is aging, he's aging beautifully. And I only ever hear great things about him. And Betty White was the same. Yeah. She aged fantastic. No one, e- no one even noticed really that she was aging. No one no. ever noticed because her work and her personality always stood out above anything else you could possibly notice about her. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But <laughs> man, well, and that's I agree. I've never known a world without Betty White, and that I think that's so so telling. And I think a lot of people would agree with that statement. I. I mean, I grew up on Nick at Night. My dad was Same. having me sit down yeah. and watch like Mary Tyler Moore and the Golden Girls were on there. And, and quite frankly, she guest starred on everything under the fucking sun. Yeah, she, she was did. on like it all was of very the hard scrolling. Yeah, yeah, she has been in everything, and she is just a student of comedy. And and just, mm-hmm. I one of my the one of the things that uh, I have been happy about that I have loved that I have enjoyed diving into after her passing has been all the people that come out and are like sharing stories of times Uh they spent with her or things that she did. And there are two in particular that just blew my mind. That was just, were amazing. And, um, and, uh, and I wanted to just let you guys know if you hadn't heard them, wanted to share them. But the first one was Steve Martin was sharing a story and and it was like early in Steve Martin's career. And he was opening for like Patti LaBelle or like a songstress. That's the type of thing he would open for performers like when he was starting and he was walking backstage and Betty White and her husband came up to him and he was like flabbergasted and starstruck at her. And they were talking and then he mentioned, oh, you're going to love, you know, Patty. She puts on such a great show. And and he said he was floored because Betty looked at him and said, oh, honey, we're here to see you. We've heard you're hilarious. (gasps) Oh, oh, my God. That's can I I read the my favorite tweet that came came out? Yes, I have it. Oh, I'm going to start crying. Oh, God. No. Uh. 
this person, his name is Guy Branham, says uh, Betty White dying three weeks before she turned 100 is the final act of a performer whose timing was always sharp, always unexpected, <laughs> and even with the warmest of characters, always a little dangerous. No one else it. could live to 99 and so perfectly leave us wanting more. Oh, I love it. I, yeah. I do love that. Although I did see somebody who was, I guess they were determined and I liked it. Because he was like, if you factor in leap years, oh. Betty White lived she through lived her 100th of, year. So she lived like 117 days. Oh, my God. 100 years and 17 days or some weird math. Oh, um, Lord. <laughs> I love that, though. The other amazing Betty White story that I wanted to share was from Don Cheadle. And did you guys read this one or hear this one? No, I'm ready. Oh. Okay, so Don Cheadle, he was he was a young actor, and one of the first things he got to start on was her Golden Girls spinoff, Golden Palace. Mm -hmm. um, he was like one of the regulars on Golden Palace, and he was sharing a story. Is like we were first starting out, and back in those days, you know, he's like, I'm really really dark, and she's really really light, and they were having a very very problematic time lighting them both in Aww. the scenes and he's like betty noticed it and with zero people asking her nobody asking her at all she started darkening her own makeup to make it easier so that uh so that he wouldn't have to do anything and Aww. no one would have to do anything for him she just she's like i can do it i know i've been in the business long enough to know Aww. what the lighting person needs and how it will work on myself so i will darken myself so Cheadle, you don't have to do a thing oh i'm gonna start crying ah! oh my God. betty white rocking it rocking it being so great yeah <laughs> anyway. um all of it I can't. See, the steve martin story this story i like just the that's why just... that's why we had to de dedicate an, an episode yeah. to her because she was just so gen that was that was the thing that I personally was so flabbergasted by the thing that I loved mm -hmm. the most about just watching her Mia to your point like just mm -hmm. what she exuded off screen yeah. was that generosity and happiness and even she had that reality show that was like old people playing pranks on people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was yeah. just like I a thousand percent believe it was just like Betty was like, I have a lot of money and a lot of time. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that show. And so it's just things like that. It's just Betty White, I believe, had the drive and the desire to bring nothing but joy and happiness to the world. And God damn it, she did it. Yeah, uh, she and really so. Did. Uh, yeah, I, I, yes, I was so happy that we all three were just right on board with dedicating this, this episode yeah. to her. Yeah. Um, oh, oh man. And, <laughs> any, any final uh, thought, any final thoughts before we actually go into the list and, um, for that um, event? but I but, do just that she, yeah. I, even though she's been around and even though I know she always existed. I was surprised by how little of her work I had seen. And I Same. feel guilty. Oh, I no. love her so much. And I don't know enough about her body of work. And so I'm like desperately looking through. I have I have a five. Don't worry. A very solid five. But yeah, um, I, I told myself, I was like, Mia, we're going to get on our A game and watch more Betty White stuff. Yeah. I, do you have what's on the top of your list of like going to watch? Did you have anything Ooh. that was like, ooh, I want to see that? Um, first off, I didn't know she was 
uh, in Lake Placid until I oh. looked, and I was like, I've seen this movie several she times. Totally, Why don't I remember yeah. her? I don't know how you've seen that movie and don't remember her. Oh, yeah. Like the, the literal only thing I remember about that movie. <laughs> But I think I think I think for me it was one of those things where I saw that before I caught her mm. entering my life, if that makes I sense. I gotcha. Like so, before you connected the dots. It's like yeah. when you listen to a song on the radio and you're like, oh, well, I really just like someone's like, oh, do you like Metallica? And you're like, I don't think so. I've never really heard anything. It's like, oh, this song or this song or this song or this. Oh, you're like, I like every I like all of those. Songs. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's all Metallica. And you're like, what? Well, no, had no idea. <laughs> I, I know that's like happened Betty to me White. so many times. Yeah, that's what I, uh, I kind of similar, like uh, not to switch it to music, but like I had a friend who's like, I've never heard Blondie. And I'm like, you've heard Blondie. Yes, you've, you've heard, heard Blondie. Blondie. Every single. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. I, one more last thought is like you tell sharing those stories, Jay. Um, especially the Steve Martin one really touched me quite a bit. Well, both obviously did for different reasons, but just thinking like. The thought of being a young comic or a newer comic and having someone like come like, oh, I want to come see you. Like that has got. I came to, you're opening for a bigger name and I'm here to see yeah. you. Oh, God, huge, that right? is just such a huge like I, I've not been in that position really like in that to that scale really at all. But like just the thought of like someone like make, making that effort to come see you. Yeah. And like that's just um, that's that's huge. I came and to an expensive show to see the opener because someone told me you were funny. Yeah, that's so that's paramount. God, yeah. that's um, and if it was Betty White, I would die. Yeah. I would be yeah. like, okay. I, I would well, this is let's more trade of a, places, Betty. I wouldn't yeah. be able to ha I wouldn't be able to handle it. My heart would explode like no. right out there. I'd be like, Thank you for being my friend, and I would just die. Yes, I would I would be fine. I'm like, I can never be happier than this moment. <laughs> so <laughs> might as well end it. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh man, I uh, yeah. Do, uh, are are you? I think we're ready to list, ladies. Are I you am. ready? Yes. Are you ready to list? Yes. All right, let's list. This is where we make a list. The list. List. Okay. Um. Well, you know what? I'm just gonna put Mia on the spot. Mia, why don't you start? Yeah. Uh, with our Betty White top five roles. Now, just for everyone's clarity, uh, we are doing television roles. Like this is just Betty White's oeuvre. This is her, mm -hmm. her performances, mm -hmm. her roles, the, the things that she was known and memorable for. Uh, so no particular genre. Mine, mine vary, um, but mainly television because she was all over the place yeah. in comedic television. So uh, that's just for clarity. I mean, when I was putting my list together, it was mainly a lot of what I remembered her from. Yeah. And then there were a crap ton, just as you guys said, there were a crap ton of just scrolling like, wow. Oh, yeah, right. She was in the proposal. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. She was a voice in that uh, the Lorax movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. She was, was in Toy in Story. Whatever. She was in Toy Story 3 or 4. Which one of them? One of those. Um, yeah. And so... All of those was like, oh right, oh right, oh right, <laughs> Betty White. Uh, I, uh, that that so, needs to be the title of the episode. Oh, oh right, right, Betty White. Betty White. Mm -hmm. Can I, I? Can I write it in a British accent? Oh right, Betty White. <laughs> if you if you italicize it, that's okay. true. <laughs> is, that what, is that what British accent is? Every time, okay. 
now listeners, fivers, whenever you see italicized words, you have to read them in your head in a British accent. Read, just read uh, it. Even if it's even if it's like a book or a movie title, it's like this Halloween we're going to watch Hocus Pocus on uh, <laughs> Disney streaming. Um, Hocus Pocus. Jason is still trying to kill Laurie Strode. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> like that. What? The one that came in my world is amazing. I, I love it. He still is, though. He's still out there. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just, like, that was a not... weird, weird veer into like musicals, but like mixing it with horrors. Like yeah. the children of the corn are born with the shorn of the world. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> seamless segue back to the list. Mia, number five. Did you have any criteria outside of just the things you loved about Betty White or is there any like particular like, oh, I ranked them as one television, one movie, one whatever? Oh, uh, no, it was, uh, if anything, it was what is one thing I've, what are the things I've only seen once? And then what are the things I've seen more of? And then what am I the yep. most in love with? That's that's where I went. Um, I love it. So let's start with number five. My number five is Grandma Bunny. <coughs> Excuse me, Grandma Bunny from You Again. Oh, that's, See, that it's was, a really good a, film. Yeah, that's a movie that I saw whenever when it came high school or mm -hmm. college, whenever that came out, and yeah, it just completely fell off my radar. But I remember twenty ten. People love that movie, and so I'm they glad did. that Grandma Bunny was her name. I completely Grandma Bunny, that. yeah, yeah. I mean, it had uh, Sigourney Weaver, mm -hmm. and um, oh my, it's gosh. a very stacked cast, if I remember. Of oh lady man, of like a very powerhouse lady actresses, lady yeah, actors, yes, lady lady actors. Kristen Bell, uh, Odette Annabelle, Jamie Lee Curtis. That's the other one. Mm, that was the other and one. Then, yeah. Um, there's someone else in there. Another another actress who who is also a comedian, uh, who is supposed to because it's a movie about w women who are going up against each other, right? Right. And so, uh -huh. who's better to go up against Jamie Lee Curtis? Well, obviously, Sigourney Weaver. So, who right. goes up against Betty White? I think it's Cloris Leachman. That's Cloris Leachman. I was going to ask, is it Cloris yeah. Leachman? Yeah, it was perfect. Perfect <laughs> battle casting. I loved. It. I loved it so much. I'll also, I'll shout out to myself what a segue saying Halloween and you saying Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm just saying, I had no idea you were going to say that, but that worked out. <laughs> we're, we're linked. We are linked. Yeah, that we was, are linked. That was super impressive. I that didn't, was. that was just in my head. I'm like, oh, Halloween. Why not? And then you, all right, well, just saying. Alien versus Halloween. Yeah. You had Jamie <laughs> yeah, on the brainy. Jamie on the, we should do Jamie Lee Curtis. We should do a Jamie Lee Curtis episode. I would love. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh God, She's so wonderful. Act I'm an actors person, so I'm down for all the actors lists. Did you, you see that this. she dressed as her mom to the Halloween new yes. Halloween Kills yes. premiere? Yes. <laughs> so I loved it. Yes. So oh, just mwah, chef's kiss. Oh uh, yeah, Activia yogurt. Shout out. I don't know. I've never oh had man. <laughs> you know what? Pretty tasty makes me poop. Nice. That's all I'm supposed <laughs> to do. Yeah. I'm sorry, That's that the tagline. When she's no longer interested in being the spokesperson, <laughs> I'm going to be Jay. Pretty tasty makes me poop. Tasty. Man. <laughs> it's like I'm actually going up against that. When when Jamie Lee Curtis is out of the runnings, it's me and Seth Rogen are going oh up against God. it. But that's the tagline. <laughs> that's the tagline. It's going to be, you know, 
Pretty good. Pretty tasty. Oh, that's going to be freaking phenomenal. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to do all that, but I was like, oh, nice synergy there. I love yeah. that. That's um, a very good choice. Um, thank you. Is- yeah, that is a good choice. Um, Courtney, I'll go next. Yeah. So mine, I, I did. Pre- my criteria was predominantly just like what I've seen of hers that like sticks mm-hmm. out in my mind because I know I've seen her. I'm sure in many other things, but just didn't like kind of slipped over my brain, you know. Um, right. But this one, and also I, I very uh, again like we same late wavelength uh, for my number five and something we've already discussed is um, my number five is her on the Carol Burnett show. Nice. I loved it. And her guest performances are so good there. Her and her and Steve Martin were guest performers together, which I think oh. is like how full circle of her. Oh, me, of her like, I'm going to go see you. I came to see you. And then they're on the Carol Barnett show together later on in life. That's how you I, do it. That's so man, beautiful. I see. I didn't even know that was going to be on your list. And that's so amazing. That, because that's the why Steve we're, all, Martin thing. we're all connected. Oh, man, I didn't and the Carol anything, Burnett but, show. You know, that is is top tier comedy. The dentist when he stabs his oh, own my, oh my god! Did <laughs> <laughs> the Tim stuff? Oh, any of the Tim sketches? I'm yes. down, okay. Sorry, derailed. Yeah, that, I, I, <laughs> oh no, I will talk about Tim Conway. Uh, I'll talk. I, I'm happy to do talk about him. Um, but no, that was a uh, that was. Um, he, we're from, I believe, the same area. I'm honestly he's from Ohio, but like that's I think so. But anyway, um. Yeah, I just chose that because like such an iconic show with already an established iconic cast, bringing in another iconic woman who would go on to have mm-hmm. yet her own legacy outside of Carol Burnett, you know, like because mm-hmm. a lot of times you bring people on those sketch shows and it's just like yeah. they may or may not be huge stars. But like the fact that she just transcended, you know, everything and just uh, became such a superstar. And it was kind of like one of her I don't want to say it's one of her earlier roles, but one of the ones that I remember that was early on for me watching um, yeah. was Carol yeah. Burnett. And definitely as a comedian, like definitely a huge influence. So, you know, that's why it was my number five, you know. Love it. Carol Burnett is a fantastic. One of the things that I love about that show, and it plays with the the Betty White thing, is that Carol Burnett was so great about sharing the the spotlight. Yeah. is that she surrounded herself on that show, even though it was named after her and she it was, you know, ride or die on her shoulders pretty much. There were skits that were like Tim Tim's skit and yeah. Betty's, you know, skit. And they she found really, really funny people to surround herself with on that show. And it just made for such a great time. So yeah, I love that you I love that you picked that. Um, Thank you. Mm-hmm. My number, my number five, I debated where to put it on my list. It jumped around a couple different places, but ultimately landed at number five. And Mia, you've already mentioned it. My number five is Lake Placid. Shut oh! up! Really? Yes, it's her character, Mrs. Bickerman. And oh. let me explain. Let me explain why. Please, because I barely remember. Exactly, and that's actually part of the reason that movie is a thousand percent forgettable but for yeah. some reason <laughs> it, it, but for some reason it has stood the test of time and i truly believe that reason as betty white it mm-hmm. is 
it, the, all of those horror movies, all those creature features, they all need something. Like if you go back to the old cult ones, like Chud, it has like a great <laughs> Daniel Stern performance, pre Home Alone Daniel Stern, yeah. just yucking it up, being campy all over the place in Chud, and that like grounds that movie. Lake Placid is essentially just Jaws in a lake with an alligator. Yeah, <laughs> and it's okay. It's a fine horror movie. It's an okay creature movie. Yeah. But literally the fact that Betty White has been taking care of the alligator and is sort of the antagonist of the movie. That's is yeah. like she's, she's rooting for the alligator or the crocodile or whatever the whole movie because she's been feeding it and take, she just lives on the lake and likes it. <laughs> and oh I... I love the it's it's on my list because I love the fact that Betty White is in it and of all of her kind of movie pop in cameos, mm -hmm. it's my favorite. It's my favorite. Yeah, and it just really goes to show that Betty White loved just doing fun things and love being in it. Yeah, yeah, and she just want I think wanted to be in a creature movie, which more power to her. Like it's why not? Five on my list. Why not? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love that. So oh. yeah, that's my that's my number five. It's a good one. All right, Mia. Mia. Back around to you. Um I feel so silly. <laughs> um <laughs> please don't. But but my number four is Yoshie from Ponyo. Yoshi, oh Yoshi Ponyo. that's a good choice. That Thanks. is a good choice. A good and choice. I almost and I'm kind of ashamed of myself. It's not on my list. It's not and on mine I either. I know you love that movie. Ponyo. You're shocking me right now. I know Honestly, you love if that we'd movie. Been if we'd been talking Billy Crystal, I probably would have had him on there for yeah. House Moving Castle. Yeah. I just I forget that Betty White's in Ponyo. I forget. I just forget. It's good. Good stuff. Yeah, Great movie. Great her in the movie. She's uh, there's. Honestly, the whole reason we're doing this is is because she's great in everything that we're picking. But also, yeah. uh, I think one of the best things about being a part of uh, a Miyazaki world mm -hmm. is you are meant to blend in. Mm -hmm. You bear you forget that these famous famous people are voicing these characters because you get so lost in the storytelling. Right. I forgot she was in the movie until I was scrolling through again, and I was yeah. like. Oh my God! Let me not let me not forget this role. This is because I love all of this. But oh man, I think I just love that she's immortalized in some truly beloved movies yep. and shows and characters. And this one being a, a, a kids movie, like outside of Toy Story four, because I haven't seen Toy Story four. So mm -hmm. spoiler, it's not it's not on my list. But um, I love that her goodness isn't just immortalized for adults, but also for children. Right. So there will continue to be generations that get to know and hear and be, and have her be a part of them. Yeah. 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 Totally agree. Oh, that's a good choice. I, that wasn't on my list either. Man, this is a good choice. <laughs> it that's, man, that's the great thing about this show yeah. though, is because <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I just wasn't yeah. even on my radar. Like, like you, Jay, I was just like, it should have been oh. though. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, that what she wasn't who I thought of for that, but like, we yeah. have a chance. We have a chance with a combined list at the end, though. So that you is know, true. Depending on how everything lines up, there's this a good chance make... Ponyo could make the cut. Our um, hive mind list. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, um, Courtney, with that, with that in mind, what's your number four? My number four, again, kind of continuing continuing on the trend of things that influenced me and things that I saw when I was younger with her in them that I had to be kind of reminded of, but still impactful was her um, on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Nice. Sue Ann. Yeah. Yes, Sue Ann. Because, like, I, again, that was, like, an earlier bit of work for her as well too at the time um again another iconic woman mary tyler moore with betty white sue ann who was like again it was fully mary tyler moore show she had some amazing guest stars obviously and that show mary tyler moore in particular is very influential to me as like a comedy writer and a comedian and stuff too and so Mm -hmm. um once i kind of put in my little mind put two and two together like betty white was on a show that i loved she was on several shows that i loved and she was great and like we're getting to revisit them before this episode too i was just like oh man she was awesome um so that was that's my number four and just uh, purely mostly most of it's nostalgic for me is this entire mm, sure mm-hmm. sure yeah, so. yep. no major like 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 criterion channel criteria or anything like that but you know i have so, a Mary- fun little tidbit about her character on the mary tyler Moore. yes show, you're, please you're please curious. okay so the character sue ann that she plays is like the uh home ec like the, she's mm-hmm. the lifestyles uh 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 Crap, Martha Stewart esque. Yeah. yeah, she's yeah. the Martha okay. Stewart esque kind of home ec show at the station that Mary Tyler Moore works at, mm-hmm. and the character was written with a description a Betty White type. Yeah, and then someone in production was like, "Well, I heard that her and like Mary Tyler Moore are kind of friends, so just float the idea by yeah. her to see if she'd do it." And then she did it. I love it. That was um, yeah. that was for- the same same a very similar situation for Jessica Walt Walter from Arrested Development when they yes. wanted we're looking for her for Archer. They wanted a Jessica mm-hmm. Walter from Arrested Development type, Hype. and then Jessica Walter heard she's like, well, why don't they just fucking ask me? <laughs> <laughs> and, then and then she did very it. Very on and she fucking nailed it. And like oh. so, I it's a similar story of just like I hear that quite a bit for actors where it's like. Um, like like uh, casting directors, no shade. Please cast me in things. I'm not a good actor, but whatever. Um, yeah, they, yeah, just are. put me in things. No, I'm a terrible actress. Uh, if you've not seen me, like try to act, and it's very sad. It's uh, very much like hello, <laughs> hello. But hey, anyway. I'm a great actor. Put me in a lot of shit. Yeah, I'll. You know what? I should just keep saying that. I'll manifest that I'll be better. Exactly. The, it's the secret. The Oprah told me about it. In place of the acting classes that I did not do well in. Um. Exactly. Anyway, so like with um, I feel like with Hollywood, a lot of times they only know what they just recently saw. So it's like, oh, I want like a Zoe Deschanel type, or I want mm-hmm. a Jennifer Lawrence type. It's like, well, just then just cast them, and but like just ask them. Just ask him yeah. and see what happens. But like also, you know, but also be open to other types of people. So I like I like sure. that story yeah. quite a bit. So. Yeah, I and I enjoy. It's like, oh yeah, no, she's too big a name. She'd never do our, you know, our show. And she's like, no, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah she's like, that I sounds like, like a lot of fun. Mary, Mary's yeah. my friend. Yeah, that's how <laughs> I would be. If any of y'all got your own TV shows and they were like Courtney Warner type, and it's just like, I'll just do it. Also, I. How would about you a, just cast me? Yeah, yeah I'd like a steady paycheck too. I don't understand who is going to turn that down. <laughs> yeah, in this economy. Uh, yeah, nobody. It's the answer. Nobody. And honestly, that yeah. kind of segues into my next one because I sort of, I sort of believe it was a little bit of both for her. It was a little bit of a steady paycheck desire, and yeah. also 
her being just the trailblazer that she is. And I do have to caveat this with, this wasn't a show that I was super in love with and watched a lot of, but I acknowledge its importance in the mm. oeuvre of on, on television sitcoms. So my number four is her character, Elka Ostrovsky from Hot in Cleveland. Oh, I knew yeah. that's what it was going to be. Elka? Yeah. Elka. That's it. That's yeah, it. Elka. I remember that show. And so I have watched a handful of episodes. I remember enjoying the cast. The Oh, I can't remember the, uh, the, the other The cast woman. is pretty damn good. But yeah. yeah, the cast of it was it was the other lady that was from news radio and a handful of other things was in it. Um, but anyway, I remember liking it, but it was a another like women led sitcom and it was kind of focused on hey these are elderly women or these are women you know uh, in the adult portions of their life and we're building comedy around mm -hmm. them being you know outgoing outspoken their own free-spirited women and it was just it was a good show to see be successful it was last like seven or eight seasons i think yeah, so you know Very it was just it was in it was important it was a good thing that it was just her being the trailblazer that she is and proving yeah. that if you base funny written content around funny people that you could have really, really good stuff happen. So mm -hmm. that was, that mm -hmm. is uh, and I, if I, if I remember correctly, Wayne Knight had a recurring role on that show and anything on this planet that gives Wayne Knight work, I am yeah. all for because I love that man. <clears throat> Yeah, I just want Newman and the and whatever his character's name was from Third Rock from the Sun to have as much work as possible. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. You crack me up. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I like that. So, so that's my number four is Elka. Um, again, I can't say like, oh, I have favorite episodes because I didn't watch the whole run, but right. but what mm. she did on that show was important, and it's number four important. All right, all right. I love it. All right, okay, Mia. So Mia. My number three. I seem to have this running trend of um, picking her as as a grandma because <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my number three is uh, Grandma Sophie from the Wild Thornberries. Oh my god! I briefly contemplated that one. I was Eliza Thornberry. You were okay. I well, I wanted that. to. Yeah. Right? I wanted to be Eliza yeah. Thornberry. I wanted to be. I can a see part that, that by the way. Not a mean. None of yeah. Just, no, no. Yeah. A, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> um, no but I really, I and I wanted myself a Grandma Sophie. I wanted oh, that man. entire picture. She was. She was. Everything I think I've picked of her, it's because I wanted what she was in those things. Yeah. In those roles. I, I wanted that. Well, and um, she does that yeah. so well, too. And not to, this isn't on my list and not spoil anything, but like she plays almost that same character in the movie The Lorax. She does. Um, yeah. Because she's the wisecracking, the knowing, the help. I'm going to help the scheme go along. Yes. Uh, grandma. And man, if she doesn't just embody that character i don't know who does and she's done it in a couple of roles to perfection mm -hmm. i might add to perfection. i would totally yeah. man so, yeah. you're you're pulling some good pulls mia i'm Thank very you. happy <laughs> i'm very happy with what you have brought to the table this list Thank you. me too, me too. <laughs> oh my goodness courtney what, do you, what have you got what can compete with that number three? Oh god um 
that's a good one and i did contemplate that and i'm like oh i don't know but then like my number three again just nostalgic is the betty white show where she like was an actress playing the over the top police woman (laughs) (laughs) only one season but still so (laughs) i had completely forgotten about the betty white show until i was doing research for this episode and then stumbled on some old clips and i oh my god i was giggling i was i was giggling it's so good. I yeah, that was that was common in our household too. It's just like it's just so bizarre. I'm just like, oh yeah, an act like yeah, like nowadays you're like yeah, that's totally normal. That's like kind of a Liz Lemon kind of a mm-hmm. uh, you know Amy Poehler and Parks and Rec kind of vibe. But then it's like you yep. know or like Angie Angie Tribeca kind of thing. But then like then it's just like <laughs> yeah, so revelatory and so funny, just so funny. And I I thoroughly enjoy that show. So that was my number three. Man, and and honestly, I I, I hope I hope people listening to this episode, if they're younger and aren't familiar with that episode, they go mm-hmm. or they go and look up those episodes. Please or do, yeah. If they are fans of Betty White, just in the general populace, and is like, I only know her through Golden Girls. Then right. you go look up some of these other things too. So I yes. am so happy we're hitting a wine uh, swatch of things. Yeah, um, yeah. My my number three. <laughs> Is the one where I didn't fudge the rules, but I did. I put this on here specifically because my number three is just when Betty White is herself on like the match game. Oh, yeah. Uh. um, Or that old person's playing pranks on people show when just Betty White is herself on a game show. Um, And the match game is the one I particularly called out because we uh, watch a lot of that on Pluto television. They have the old Mm -hmm. game show Mm -hmm. retro networks and just play old game shows for no reason. Um, And Betty White is on a shit ton of those match game episodes. And she is so funny. She is quick and witty and she's always a good partner, but always Mm. so funny. Yeah. and oh my goodness, if like if you didn't understand, if you didn't already go into this knowing that Betty White is a treasure of comedy and just was just a gracious, cool, great heart of a person, watching four or five episodes of her on Match Game yeah. uh, as just being the hilarious person that she is, it mm-hmm. should be enough to convince anybody. So mm-hmm. that one to me is, uh, I know it's not a character, it's not a role that she played, but she... Man, I watch those episodes all day long. So Betty yeah. White has herself on specifically the match game, but literally any of those old game shows. I think she was on Pyramid a couple of times. Uh, she was definitely on that old people playing pranks on people show. Yeah. Um, oh, just any anything. Go find her cameos on old game shows. Do it. Do I it love now. That. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's truly a treat. Um, yeah, I love that. Oh, so. But, All oh, right. we're getting to the top two, guys. We are getting to the premiere, the bettiest of the of bettys. The... Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Mia, what do you have for your number two, the bettiest of the bettys? Um, I haven't heard anybody mention this yet, so oh, okay. I'm really hoping it's somewhere on you guys' list. <laughs> um, but my number two is Grandma Annie from The Proposal. Yes, that's my number two. Tammy. <laughs> I've been waiting for someone to say it. Yep. Oh my God. <laughs> so good in that movie. And she's so like, oh, I just love how dirty. Oh, Mia, you go ahead. We can both share it. Oh, no. God, no you no, could have no. kept going. Please, I would have just been like, going. yeah. Um, yeah I just, no, I, I loved. Uh, she was a trickster. 
um she really was uh the heart of the film and Mm -hmm. that's saying a lot because ryan reynolds and sandra bullock are both the hearts of the movies that they're in and every movie i've ever seen them in they're you're just like very good but you needed her character in that movie for to be a balancing effect if you will yeah 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 yeah. To be the exactly. chaos bringer and the lesson giver. With that blanket. She was the like, here's, here's the blanket. Yeah. That, like, the baby, <gasps> making, the blanket. baby yeah. making blanket. The, the yeah. sex blanket, if you will. And she's like, yeah. no, not the baby maker. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I can't. I can't. She, I just, oh my God. She, you can tell she, she was so nonchalant film. about it all. She's like, whatever. You know, you're going to have sex. It's fine. It's like, it's whatever. He, 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 yeah. He, yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> To the, window, I, to the window to the window <laughs> to the hall to the i i love <laughs> that that role in my mind sort of encapsulates like the later years betty white like that is just yeah. betty white being mm-hmm. in movies as sort of herself but that just fun loving prankster oh, uh, yeah well, rascal yeah. Um, yeah, man, good choice. This is an Thank honorable you. mention of mine, by the way. Oh, was it? Okay, okay, it okay. Was, yeah, it was. she, it was, um, not, I mean, of course, not her most memorable because, uh, number one to me is personally, right. but, uh, yeah. that yeah. was, I guess that was the one that solidified it because it's one that I can pull up at any point talk about mm-hmm. it say different lines and people will pick it up and know exactly who i'm talking about exactly <laughs> oh, what for movie. Sure. Yes. it's it's great 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 stuff nice jay well, what's your number two it, yes it wasn't my number two although i do love her uh and and just love her in that in that performance but my number two is one that's already been mentioned but for me it was the nostalgia factor was just too high to yeah. to go beyond her role as Sue Ann Nivens on the Mary Tyler oh, Moore show. Yes, yes. So that's my number two. Now, Courtney, I gave you guys my little fact when you were mm-hmm. mentioning when you were mentioning her, but just for me to gush a little bit more about the role. The mm-hmm. thing I love about Sue Ann Nivens, and the thing I love about Betty White as Sue Ann Nivens, is the character was written in such an interesting way because on camera, the character is like Martha Stewart, and she is yeah. like. I'm going to the happiest person ever, but off camera, she's very backstabby. She's very mean. Mm-hmm. She's very duplicitous. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a really funny episode where Mary Tyler Moore, there's a mix up and there's the people are thinking that Mary Tyler Moore is, or her character is going to go to jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sue Ann is talking to her and she's like, when you get out of prison, if you get out of prison, her delivery is so bitchy, but it's so the opposite of what Betty White is known to be. So yes. it just shows that height of her being able to embody that character and really make you believe that that character is that cutthroat. I mean, hell, uh, the Mary Tyler Moore show was great just about be- be the writing that it was able to give those female characters and the, uh-huh. the, um, the agency it was able to give those characters. Hell, the the introduction of Sue Ann Niven's character is that she's having an affair with Mary Tyler Moore's landlord. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like that's Didn't the introduction that. of 
that's the introduction of her character on the Mary Tyler Moore show is that she is having an affair with Mary Tyler Moore's landlord uh-huh. and it's Holy causing crap. her a lot of problems. And Mary Tyler Moore has to act as the mediator in their mm-hmm. marriage counseling between yeah. her coworker friend and her landlord and the landlord's wife. It's so wow. good. It's such a fun introduction to a character too in that way. Like are giving the character more layers, which I think is fun and more conflict. Class act in writing, yeah. comedy writing, I think. Truly. I mean, Betty White's Sue Ann was very lascivious, very like she was betting a lot of people. Lascivious. Her, 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 that whole, her mm. whole goal a lot for many of the episodes was to bed Ed Asner's character. She just yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck Ed Asner so bad, which I yeah. get, by the way. I understand it. Fair. It's it. a fair desire. But it's just like you didn't see those types of characters. And it was so yeah. different from the other characters that were out there. It was just she was great in the Mary Tyler Moore show. And I kind of grew up watching right. it on Nick at Night. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, same. My number two. Oh, so good. I'm glad that got I'm, mentioned again. I'm going to guess we share number one. I think we got to. I got to. If, we, if we don't share number one, I'm going to be genuinely sad. One that has not been mentioned on a list. Should we? Should we just say the show? Should we say yeah. the show's name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Three. All right. Three, two, two one. One. The Golden Girls. Rose Nyland. Oh, my Thank goodness. Thank you for being a friend. Down the road Tell and back again. again. Oh, 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 nope. Oh. I messed that up. <laughs> <laughs> and if you threw a party. Invited everyone you knew. Yeah, <laughs> you would see the biggest gift would be from me, and the card attached would say, "Thank you for being, being a friend." Oh, sorry to Project Nerd for having to pay the royalties for that. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they have to if I butcher it off key so badly. Um, I could just do the whole vanilla ice thing. No, no, you heard dum 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 dum. But my version is dum 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 dum. Dum 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 dum. Right, right. God, under pressure, ice, ice, baby. Oh my goodness! I mean, what is there to say about Golden Girls that hasn't already been said? I mean, specifically with Betty White's character Rose, I think it is the. It is again her showing the height of acting because of course the generosity and the niceness of Betty White is in that character but yeah. Betty uh-huh. White is a, is a genius like a very smart truly. educated truly great person and Rose's naivety on everything and her simple mindedness it's just the role that she played in that ensemble mm-hmm. she knew exactly the notes to hit yeah, and my God, every episode I look forward to whatever story she's going to tell about her hometown and, and what, yeah. <laughs> and however B. Arthur's going to react to it. Right. I just love it. I love it. And um, my goodness. Yeah. And I, I think, I think one of my favorite things about Rose is that she made a lack, I guess you could say of intelligence come off as endearing. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yes. You see so so many characters that are not quote unquote intelligent and they're they are truly treated awful and mm-hmm. they're constantly meant to be the comedic force, but Golden Girls went out of their way to make everybody funny in their own mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Um 
and Rose felt equal to all the other women. It was never, oh, yeah. it never felt like, like, ah, oh, here comes Rose again. Or, or uh, you honestly didn't think that about any of the female characters. You loved that's what, that. That's what's great about, I mean, in, in any great ensemble show is able mm. to pull this off, I think. Um, and it's the the mark of a good ensemble show, but everybody uh -huh. is both the hero and the butt of the joke in equal mm. measure, yeah. is that nobody is sacred in the cast. And also nobody is beyond like the cast needing to care about that character. So they all yeah. are like the hero and they all will be cared for, but and they are all also evenly the butts of the joke. Uh, mm -hmm. As much as as much as Rose is made fun of for being, you know, simple minded or not with it, um, you know, Blanche is being made fun of for other types of things. You know, so, <laughs> yeah. uh, so, yeah. so promiscuity. Like, <laughs> exactly. I mean, and the best shows that do. I mean, like Seinfeld is up there. Just the best ensemble mm -hmm. type shows find a way to make everybody both the hero and the butt of the joke equally. Yes. And right. Golden and Girls was a goddamn master at that it was and it's unfortunate there's so many sitcoms i think if i actually have a stand-up bit that i've been working on kind of similar to this where mm -hmm. it's like there's always one character in an ensemble show that is like the lame one or the stupid one or the one that doesn't have a love interest at the end or whatever that is like kind of like joey and friends a little bit or of kramer barney. yeah uh -huh. kramer a little bit of barney and how i met your mother you know yeah i mm -hmm. i think new girl kind of flip that on its head with, with like their cast but like you know a lot of times there's characters that it's like oh you're oh oh poor baby you know what i right. mean mm -hmm. and like we're like they're you they are played for laughs or being so dumb oh um will Friedle's character in boy meets world the older brother yes eric yeah eric, eric matthews same, same deal where it's like he wasn't that dumb to start with or you know and much like with the cast of friends and all that stuff too and we're um uh, I almost mm. said Gilmore Girls. We're not talking about Gilmore Girls. Nah. Golden Girls um, doesn't do that. Where they kind of, like, yeah, it is very much like, like, like any good actor improviser. It's a lot of like passing the focus to each other and like being mm -hmm. able to, yes, like, yeah, pass sharing focus um, and being able to um, uh, highlight each, being a good just uh, multifaceted entertainer yeah. and actor. And yeah. I think that that all of those women were so good at that that it, it probably was not an issue for the writers to write for them. You know. I was that was another thing I was just about to say is that it's a note of great acting, um, like great actors and great acting when everyone can share the scene equally. No one is stealing mm -hmm. the show. You know, if it's for individual moments, if the writers yeah. put those individual moments in, then you felt those moments. But when they were all together, there wasn't a single person that was mm -hmm. like, this is the star or this is the star or the no, they yeah, were no. all the star. You went to watch all of them yeah and that is incredible such a rare thing with like ensemble shows too where it's like again yeah. you can try as you, you try as you might to have an ensemble show new girl friends whatever but there is going to be a rachel green there's going to be a jessica day that is like the star yeah. that they inevitably like center everything around but uh uh golden girls just didn't have that where it's like you love yeah you loved all four of them yeah. for everything mm -hmm. You were angry at them, happy with them at different times, and it just the, the, keeping the balance of the force of you as you will on that show was uh, was masterful, truly. Yes, yes. So yay! I'm so glad we shared. We'll need to figure out a way to do a special like take five on an an episode of Golden Girls I would love or, that. or yeah, something absolutely. that like revolves around Betty White and Golden Girls. But we'll figure yeah. that out as like a special, maybe like a, sure. a downloadable episode on uh, Project Nerd. That would um, be cool. 
Oh man, that was, that was a great <sighs> list. Now we need to yeah. somehow try and pull this together. Um, mm. has, <laughs> Mia, have you, have you been taking notes or anything? Yeah. All right. I know you're on top of it. I mean, obviously we got number one with Rosen Island. Golden right. Golden we Golden. have one, yeah. two and three all figured out. We need oh. four and five. Yeah. Okay, well, um, the two is Grandma Annie because uh, uh -huh. Courtney, yep. you and you I shared her. Yeah. And then because you two shared Sue Ann, but yep. Sue Ann was your number two and your number four, it made sense to put her at number three. three. Yeah. Um, so yep. we okay. just need a four and a five. I feel like Mrs. It's Bickerman, right? Bickerman. Yeah. Mrs. Bickerman from Lake Placid. I would is also it, is say. Is it weird I want her on there? <laughs> no. And then also, uh, that other movie. Um, um, well, what I was going to what I was going to propose was, what if for number four we put Betty White like as herself? Because Courtney, yeah. you had the Betty White show, yeah, and I had Betty White herself as okay. a guest, and you had Betty White as a guest on the Carol Burnett show. I did. So I I just love like her. Yeah, three yeah. Betty White as instances. herself instances. Yeah. So Betty White okay. as herself as a guest. I like is that. number four. Yeah. And okay. then number five, I'm totally fine to have Lake Placid as number five <laughs> because everybody needs to go see number the Lake Placid and watch they Betty do. White root for the alligator. Um, yes. All so right. I'm totally fine with that personally. Yes. I'm I'm ready to read it. Oh please, please. Let's do it. All right, everybody. Our top five Betty White everything. At number five, we have Mrs. Bickerman from Lake Placid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. At number four, we have Betty White as herself across the spectrum of body of work that she has. Queen. The Betty White Cinematic Universe. Yes. Ooh, the oh, make a hashtag no, of no, that. No, 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 no. The no, Bediverse. No, no, don't stop. The Bediverse. The Bediverse. Yeah, no. The Bediverse. <laughs> <laughs> that was so close. Oh, that was so close. Oh, my God. <laughs> because, I, you know what? I heard it too, everybody. Uh, yeah, as soon know. as it came out of my mouth, as soon as it almost came out of my mouth, I heard it. And I was like, like roll nope. that beautiful bean footage <laughs> yeah. back into my mouth. Yeah. Um, the Bediverse. Yes. Um, at number three, we have Sue Ann Nivens on the Mary Tyler Moore Yay. show. Mm -hmm. At number two, we have Grandma Annie, a.k.a. Gammy, from yes. Proposal. So good. And at number one, the most beloved, no Rose Nyland from yes. Gilmore Girls. Rose. I did it! It's not Gilmore Girls! It's Golden Girls! I did no, it! I did it too! I'm sorry! It's your mom! <laughs> Clip. We can do Gilmore Girls another time. I'm I'm thoroughly. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm ashamed of both of it's you. So, I know, but it, because it's so. Please close. forgive us. No, I no. Can't. I mean, I understand it, but I, I've done it. You know I what, Jay? We all can't be perfect with our squad shirts from Target, sponsored by Target. You know, <laughs> sponsored by Target. Give us money. Um, you know what? We I, okay. At this point, the only way we can bring this back together is we have to play a game of Unity. Obviously. Yes. Um, so Mia, hit us up with that game theme song. <clears throat> it's game time. Game time. Oh. Game time. Okay, good. Nice. You tricked me there. I didn't know it was going to keep going at first, and uh, oh, I was just—I was so mesmerized by it. 
<laughs> I love it. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so I do have a game for us, and this this game is called High Five Colon The Golden Girl. And Ooh. what I have is I have a quiz pulled up on which golden girl would you be? And we oh. as a collective are going to take oh. the quiz together. And okay. Which golden girl the high five I podcast would be? Oh my God. So, oh, crap. Are you, are, you, are you ready? Are you oh ready? man, I'm so ready. I'm so ready. Okay. So uh, we have to choose a vacation destination. Okay. France, Finland, Fiji, or Japan. France, Ooh. Finland, Fiji, or Japan. I'm going to say I'm Fiji it, or Japan. I was going to say Japan. Japan? Yeah. What do you think, Jay? What? We can't hear you. Oh, oh. can you hear me now? Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, my my headphones. I was gonna say France or Japan were my two picks. I was gonna say Fiji or Japan. So okay, oh, so sounds like Japan is the one. Or Japan? Okay, oh, Japan. Sounds like Japan. Okay, so Japan. We are Disneyland. Here we come. All right, pick the gift you'd most like to receive. Oh, we've got chocolate, a car, concert tickets, or clothes. Concert tickets. Uh, it depends on the concert, but uh, I'd say that or or a car. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, a, what kind yeah. of great car is the was the next one. Yeah, let's okay. do car because we can just okay. spend would, a lot yeah on podcast equipment. So <laughs> yes. that's us being super smart. Um, Send me a Tesla already, and then we'll talk. Um. All right. We. Oh, okay. Pick a Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Okay. Uh, Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street, Titanic, Inception, or Shutter Island? Oh, I was gonna say Inception personally. I was gonna say Inception. I was gonna say Inception as well. So okay. Okay. Shutter Island really threw me off, though. Shutter Island was up there for me because I really like that movie. I know a lot of uh, his acting is superb in that movie, so, but Inception. Yeah. He's the reason to watch that movie. All the other ones are like great across the board, but he mm -hmm. is like he's the, the reason. only reason to watch Shutter Island. Um, yeah, and, and that was watching, but he is the only reason. Yeah, I yeah agreed. All right, so the next one is pick a color: blue, green, yellow, or red. Well, I mean, our our color is red on the podcast, so I guess we need to choose we'll go red. With red, that's fine. Yep. Yeah, red's my favorite. All right, anyway. choose an activity. Hiking, listening to records, riding, or skiing. I was going to say records. Riding, yeah, riding or records. Yeah, I was going to say records. So let's go with let's records. records. All right, and finally, pick a food. Oh. We got burgers, pizza, sushi, or soup. Oh, definitely not soup. How um, dare you? Um, I'd say yeah, burger. Oh, I like. Burgers, pizza, or sushi. Same. Um, I'm gonna lean towards sushi pretty much any time, any day of the week. I think okay. I think sushi. sushi or burgers would be my pick. Uh, Mia, I'll let you make be the deciding vote. Yeah. Oh, I, I am also sushi. Oh well, then let's do that. Sushi. And then our <gasps> we are Dorothy. Ah, we're Dorothy. I am. I am. I know this is a Betty White episode, but holy shit! Like if I just lean up this way. 
Boom. <gasps> Dorothy. <gasps> Dorothy, look at her. I'll get me. It. I'll take me a Dorothy's. I'll take Dorothy. God, I love Dorothy. God, what a what a bad bitch. They're oh all my great. God, yes. They're all bad bitches. Mama is great. They're she is right. great. They're all great. I think um, once we stop recording, I might have a good idea for how we can do like our our five to our one together. So, but well, not, sorry to tease the audience. We can cut that part out. No, too, no, they have to listen to it because they're going to want to subscribe. They're going to want to keep listening to High Five Cole mm -hmm. the as we wrap up. They're going to want to get on Project nerdcom and subscribe uh -huh. to the rest of our content. And honestly. Depending on when they're listening to this, the Project Nerd TV app may already be live. So they need to be watching us at High Five Cole and the show over there and watching all the other content. So they hopefully, it's not a tease. It's telling them about content that they should already be watching. Because guys, if you're not already subscribed, I don't know what you're doing here. We need you. We want you. Our Fiverr, our Fiverr uh, army is growing. And honestly, we love talking about movies with you guys. So send yeah, us your yeah. pics. Send us your thoughts. Email us. Uh, mainly it's on social media. Follow us on Facebook and on Instagram and hit us up with your thoughts and your top fives as well. And, you know, we're going to be back talking more movies, more high fives, and more great films and great actors here in the next couple weeks. You guys just subscribe and wait until the next episode. But man, until then, these are your three best friends signing off. I'm Jay. I'm Courtney. And I'm Mia. <laughs> I'm everybody. We have reached the end of another High Five, the podcast episode. It's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at myfive at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E-T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. <sighs> Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast on Twitter at high the number five the podcast, Instagram at high five the podcast, or on Letterboxd by searching high five colon the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five star rating to show us some love. What's the worst that could happen? Farting your skeleton out of your body? <laughs> Maybe. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happened to the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.